I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Airport, but NBC4's Adam Tuss has. We'll hear from him just ahead. A Republican senator accused of adding racism to a carefully crafted GOP message that Democrats are soft on crime. We'll talk with a criminal justice expert at 1010. Asian markets mixed after a mostly lower day on Wall Street. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Russia fired missiles across Ukraine for the second day in a row as residents took cover in multiple cities. CBS's Charlie Daggett reports that regardless of the new attacks, Russian troops retreated from Ukrainian forces in the Kherson region. Russian troops took over the local high school as their headquarters. The holes blown in the concrete, scorched walls and smashed windows speak of the battle that took place when Ukrainian forces closed in. It's almost as if they didn't see it coming. Two Russian armored personnel carriers torched where they stood, one still bearing the Z of the Russian army. President Biden had an emergency meeting with G7 leaders in response to the Ukraine attacks and has renewed promises of advanced defense systems. CBS's Nancy Cordes reports from the White House. The U.S. has already committed more than $16 billion worth of military assistance. Latest promise from the Pentagon? Eight advanced surface-to-air missiles, known as NASAMs, that can shoot down Russian cruise missiles. But CBS News has learned that the first two won't be delivered for about a month. The DART spacecraft that plowed into a small, harmless asteroid millions of miles away last month succeeded in its mission. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson. The team has confirmed that the spacecraft's impact altered the amorphous orbit around Didymos by 32 minutes and therefore successfully moved its trajectory. NASA attempted the first test of its kind to see if a killer rock could be nudged out of Earth's way. Five-time Tony Award-winning actress Angela Lansbury has died. She was 96. CBS's Matt Piper looks back at her seven-decade run on stage and screen. One of Angela Lansbury's early films was 1945's The Picture of Dorian Gray. Seven decades later, she appeared in Mary Poppins Returns. Then you've forgotten what it's like. To hold a balloon. To be a child. And in between, she had time to become a Broadway sensation, as well as star in what may well be her most famous role. The crime-solving Jessica Fletcher on TV's Murder, She Wrote. Why was the body placed in that particular spot? Matt Piper, CBS News. More than $100 million in grants have been announced by the federal government as part of a major effort to close the digital divide in parts of rural Alaska. The projects will improve upon an existing system of Internet service vulnerable to bad weather. The goal is to deliver fiber cable to 10 villages and more than 10,000 people. This is CBS News. You need to hire? Indeed is with you every step of the way. Helping you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 10.03 here on WTOP, Tuesday night, October 11th, 2022. Gaithersburg at 60, slowly moving to the upper 40s overnight.
Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Stricter enforcement of the teen curfew in Prince George's County is going to go on for months longer. County leaders say there's been a noticeable drop in crime over the past month, so they're extending that enforcement until the end of the year. Let's hear tonight from WTOP's John Doman. They didn't say it then, and they aren't saying now that the curfew is directly related to the drop in crime. This is not mission accomplished. Prince George's County Executive Angela also brooks. We had a 59% decline in carjackings. Um, between those curfew hours gives us information to say that there is a connection. Uh, but after 30 days, I think all of us would agree it's probably premature. But county leaders say overall violent crime did drop noticeably, especially during the hours of the curfew. Coupled with engaged parental involvement. Police Chief Malik Aziz says a behavior was changed. In Largo, John Dome in WTOP News. The world famous case involving a Baltimore man convicted of murder more than two decades ago has been dismissed. We are of course talking about the saga of Adnan Syed featured in season one of the popular podcast Serial. WTOP's Melissa Howell begins our team coverage now with the city's top prosecutor detailing what led to this decision. Baltimore City State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby says Adnan Syed's DNA was excluded during a second round of testing connected to the 1999 murder of Heyman Lee. Justice over convictions is the mission and mantra of my office. Mosby declined to comment on any new suspect, but says the DNA of multiple contributors was obtained. Today, tomorrow, and until my administration ends, we will continue to utilize every available resource to prosecute whoever is responsible. The decision to look into the case was handled by her office's sentencing review unit, one of only a few in the country. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. I'm Mike Marillo. Today is a day that Adnan Syed and his loved ones have been waiting for for 23 long years. Assistant Maryland Public Defender Erica Suter is Adnan Syed's attorney. She says he is. Joyful. Um, he is still processing this. Suter says she understands it's a difficult day, though, for the family of the woman he was accused of killing. We extend our deepest sympathy to the family of Heyman Lee, and we join in the hope that an investigation will bring them real answers in a sense of closure. Suter says it's too early right now to say if Syed will seek damages for being wrongfully imprisoned. And now that he's out, he plans to go back to college and has shown interest in becoming a lawyer. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Metro's Silver Line trains will soon be stopping at six brand new stations, including at Dulles International Airport. While the public isn't able to access the new stations yet, NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tusk recently made the trip, riding in the same rail car as Metro leaders, including the GM. Tusk tells WTOP it'll be a very convenient ride for travelers going to and from Dulles, and even if you're running a little late, it shouldn't take you long to get to the ticket counter. From a perspective of a traveler who needs to get from the Metro platform over to the main terminal, you're going to get off the train, go down a set of escalators, stairs, or elevators, and then there's a moving underground walkway that will take you to the main terminal. should take about five to six minutes. That's if you're not walking on the moving walkway, so it could be even quicker than that. Once we learn the exact opening date for these new Silver Line stations and when you can ride a Metro train to Dulles, of course, we'll let you know right away. The best estimates now may be late this month or early next month, but until the general manager makes a decision, we just don't know. Coming up here after traffic and weather, President Biden making some news tonight. He gave an exclusive interview to CNN and he says that he believes he can beat Donald Trump again. That was his answer when he was asked whether he's running again. The president also had some comments about 
whether we're going into a recession. We'll hear about that later this hour on WTOP. And there's blowback for an Alabama Republican senator for what he said during a Trump rally over the weekend about Democrats and crime. A criminal justice expert joins us just ahead on WTOP. Going up? If so, you have the International Union of Elevator Constructors Local 10 to thank for that. IUEC Local 10 are go-to experts for elevators, escalators, and moving walkways. If you need your elevator or escalator project done right, on time, and on budget, go with IUEC Local 10, a proud supporter of helmets to hard hats. Get started at IUECLocal10.org. IUEC Local 10, because if it weren't for us, you'd take the stairs. What if road trips didn't have roads? What if there were no interstate highways to travel on? or breathtaking national parks to travel to. Luckily, we'll never have to ask what if, all thanks to federal workers like you. That's why GEHA offers health and dental benefits exclusively to federal employees and retirees, military retirees, and their families. Because everything GEHA stands for starts with you. GEHA. 1008. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks with Bob Imler in the traffic center. There is road work on 66 tonight traveling westbound past the Fairfax County Parkway very slowly into the work zone towards Centerville. You get by a single file to the right. They're also working eastbound in the same area from Centerville into Fair Lakes getting by a single file to the right. Very little delay there, though. And southbound on 95 after exit 140 Stafford. Single left lane gets by road work. 395 is good to go. And around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, pretty good ride. But in Waldorf, southbound Leonardtown Road still being diverted at the first intersection of Renner Road. Longstanding crash there, but you can get back on farther south by taking that semicircle of Renner Road. On 95 northbound after 195 toward the Baltimore Beltway, two left lanes get by the road work without delay. Baltimore-Washington Parkway looks all right, as does 270. At eastbound 70 after 270, the long-standing truck crash is still there and still getting by single file to the right, but without delay at this hour. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is good to go. Interloop Beltway after 355, have a work zone set up blocking the left lane, really not causing a delay. Northwest D.C. still has Georgia Avenue closed both ways near Kennedy Street with police activity. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good and safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Steneford. Another gorgeous night across the region. Fair skies and pleasantly cool. Lows will range from the 40s suburbs to lower 50s near the district. We'll turn partly sunny on Wednesday, but we'll stay mild as we get to a high in the low to mid-70s. Some morning showers on Thursday. We'll get a brief break. Then watch out for a risk of thunderstorms in the afternoon. Rain could be heavy tides. Some storms could be strong. Breezy with a high near 70. Partly cloudy, breezy, a bit cooler on Friday. Highs mid to upper 60s. Partly cloudy and pleasant on Saturday. Highs will be in the low to mid-70s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnefer. At the wharf in D.C., we're at 59 degrees. The same with National Harbor. And Sterling is at 58, falling into the 50s and into the upper 40s in some suburbs late tonight. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
10-11 on WTOP. Alabama Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville is facing a backlash over his comments during a weekend rally with former President Trump in Nevada. Tuberville spent part of the speech criticizing Democrats. Well, they're not soft on crime. They're pro-crime. They want crime. They want crime because they want to take over what you got. They want to control what you have. They want reparation because they think the people that do the crime are owed that. Bull his comments are part of a broader critique in the final weeks before the midterms when control of Congress is at stake about how Democrats have responded to rising crime rates. But critics say Tuberville's remarks about reparations played into racist stereotypes about black people committing crimes. Jennifer Cobina Dungy, professor of criminal justice at Michigan State University, was with us here on WTOP. We asked about her reaction when she first heard this. You know, my initial reactions when I heard it, it was certainly one of disgust. When we talk about reparations, this is commonly associated with black Americans being compensated for centuries of slavery. So it's about compensating black Americans who are the descendants of enslaved people for the inhumane suffering of their ancestors. And so Senator Tuberville's remarks equating reparations with people who commit crimes is not only ignorant, but it's a racist comment. The senator ultimately was suggesting that descendants of black slaves are criminals. So ultimately, he was calling all black people criminals. Uh, and I will say, you know, it's well established in the literature that Americans, uh, particularly uh, white individuals, strongly tend to associate criminal activity with race and race with criminal activity. That is, more specifically, blacks are generally characterized and perceived as being aggressive, hostile, criminal, and violent. And so the senator's comments was directed to white voters and trying to evoke these preconceived notions that black people are the ones responsible for crime. Thus, if they are the ones who are responsible for committing crimes, then they're not deserving of anything else, let alone reparations. Who is committing most of the crimes in our country? There's a ton of research that shows that the public does tend to overestimate the proportion of crimes committed by black people. But according to the FBI's data that was released in December 2021, so less than a year ago, there was more than 7 million people who were known by law enforcement to engage in criminal activity. Of those who offended, more than half, 51% were white, 30% were black, and 2% were of other races. And then the race was unknown for about 17% of these reported known offenses. So I just want to really highlight, based upon the FBI's data, we see that 51%, the majority of people who actually engage in crimes are actually white, right? But there, again, there is this perception that black individuals are the ones who are more likely to engage in criminal activity. Jennifer Cobina Dunn. She's professor of criminal justice at Michigan State University, and she has been reacting to the comments of Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama, facing some backlash now over comments at a Trump rally over the weekend. It's 10-14 here on WTOP, and four playoff baseball games today, starting all the way back in the early afternoon. Rob will tell us what's been going on in about two minutes, maybe even less than that. Stand by. A 3% listing fee doesn't sound like a lot when selling a home. Until it's your money. Cap Center has a much smaller number to consider. It's the number one, as in a 1% listing fee. That works out to an average savings of over $5,000. We can charge less because Cap Center agents are not your typical commission-based realtors. Our salaried team focuses on what really matters. Our clients, like Carlos Sancho. 
I'm a web manager, so numbers are important to me, but so is service. My agent was stellar. He made the process a breeze. The savings that Capstone provides was just icing on the cake. When you're buying or selling, you need all the help you can get. So why hire just a realtor when you can work with an experienced, full-service real estate and mortgage team dedicated to you? Keep the process simple and save money with a 1% listing fee. Cap Center. Believe it. Equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Real testimonials voiced by real clients. Visit capcenter.com for rate savings and offer limitations. NMLS ID number 67717. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 10 and 15, we're going to Rob Woodfork. All right, two of the four divisional series openers currently in progress. Dimitri in New York. The Yankees lead the Guardians 4-1, top of the eighth inning. That thanks to home runs by uh, Anthony Rizzo and Harrison Bader. The latter is the first Yankee to have his first career home run with the team come in the postseason. In Los Angeles, the Dodgers lead the Padres 2-0. This one in the second inning. And our old friend Trey Turner, remember him? He homered to spark a two-run first inning uh, for the Dodgers. Earlier, the uh, Houston Astros saw Justin Verlander get roughed up by the Seattle Mariners in a four-inning start. They went into the eighth inning down four runs, but Jordan Alvarez with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning hit a three-run homer to lift Dusty Baker's squad to a miracle 8-7 win for the early series lead. And the Phillies beat the Braves 7-6. They steal home field advantage from the defending World Series champions. The Washington Commanders preparing for a crucial game in Chicago that means more for Ron Rivera's job security than it does the hopes of what's fast becoming a lost 2022 season. Yet Rivera... Had to spend today putting out the fire he himself set yesterday with comments critical of his quarterback. For the most part, we just we just had to make sure it was clarified yesterday, last night, and then today I had an opportunity to speak to the players, and and I was very you know upfront and just told them, hey, that's on me. I should know better. Me of all people should know better. To be honest, I mean I've been doing this quite some time, and for me not to finish my thought completely, I messed up. And Carson Wentz took it all in stride. He was also limited in practice with a shoulder. The Ravens' next opponent might be without their punter Sunday. The Giants' uh, Jamie Gillen, known as the uh, Scottish Hammer, still in London two days after their win over the Packers because of a passport issue. Gillen immigrated to Maryland as a teenager. He played his high school ball at Leonardtown High in St. Mary's County. He apparently never changed his NATO visa to a work visa. Easy mistake. Dimitri understands. Oh, Rob sure. Woodf- <laughs> Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. We're all world travelers here, Rob. We oh, know what's going on. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut him off there. Rob Woodfork back in a little less than half an hour. Now to the top stories we're following for you on WTOP. President Biden says a slight recession is possible, but he doesn't think it'll happen. In that, he's in disagreement with major investment banks and economic experts, some of whom believe we're already in a recession. The president made the comments just this evening to Jake Tapper of CNN. Russian forces unleashed a fresh barrage of missiles on Ukraine one day after strikes that killed at least 19 people. G7 leaders meeting today promised Ukraine would get help to fight Russia for as long as it takes. Angela Lansbury has died. She kicked up her heels on Broadway. She played a communist agent in the film The Manchurian Candidate. And, of course, on TV solved endless murders as crime novelist Jessica Fletcher in the long-running CBS series Murder, She Wrote. Angela Lansbury was 96. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in minutes. The Biden administration is previewing the form that millions of Americans will soon be able to use to apply for up to $20,000 in student loan forgiveness although the application isn't yet available online. 
The Department of Education provided an early look at the form, along with more details about what student debt holders will need to fill out for the application. An administration rep speaking with reporters says the overall goal is to provide a form that is short and simple. Now to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Northwest D.C., Georgia Avenue was closed for quite a while with police activity. It has now been reopened both ways. Around the Beltway, things are running pretty well. There is a work zone on the Beltway in Maryland on the inner loop after 355. I believe they're just taking a second lane now. And so two lanes get by to the right, at least for now. We'll see if that goes down to a single lane later on tonight, headed toward Connecticut Avenue. On 270, there are no delays. 70 eastbound after 270, the truck crash remains getting by. Single file to the right, but at this time of the night, there's no delay getting past it. 95 northbound between 195 and the Baltimore Beltway. Two left lanes get by the work zone without delay. Great shape on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. 50 is in, also in very good shape getting out to the Bay Bridge. But southbound on Leonardtown Road on Business 5 at Renner Road. Traffic still being diverted around the crash at the first intersection of Renner Road. Northbound 210, it's a work zone from Kirby Hill to the Beltway. Single left lane gets by. Then in Virginia, of course, it is road work on 66. Both directions between the Fairfax County Parkway and Centerville getting by single file to the right, especially slow on the westbound side, though. And southbound 95 after exit 140, Stafford single left lane gets past road work. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast from Mike Stanford. Another beautiful night across the region. Fair skies. Lows will be in the 40 suburbs. We'll see lows in the lower 50s closer into the district. We'll turn partly sunny on Wednesday, but one more mild day. Highs being the low to mid-70s. We'll see some morning showers on Thursday. Then Thursday afternoon, rain heavy at times. And also risk of some strong thunderstorms. It'll be a breezy day with a high near 70. Partly cloudy and breezy on Friday. Highs mid number 60s. Partly cloudy pleasant on Saturday. Highs low to mid-70s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stenifer. Tyson's is at 59, Crofton 61, and LaFont Plaza 59 degrees. Dropping into the low 50s and upper 40s. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. Still ahead here on WTOP, you may have heard about that NAACP leader from Arlington who was shot and killed in the Turks and Caicos Islands. There's a new development in that investigation. It's on the way in two minutes. Fall is the perfect season for remodeling your kitchen. And Bray & Scarf is the perfect place to do it. We're the kitchen remodeling experts. Handling everything from design to measurement to installation. With the area's best selection of cabinets, countertops, and appliances. At Bray & Scarf, we've installed over 20,000 kitchens. Our professional kitchen designers can help you make the most of yours with the easier way to remodel your kitchen, the Bray way. Start creating your dream kitchen at the Bray & Scarf Fall Remodeling Event. Going on now with great deals on the best appliances. Get free basic installation on select GE Profile and Cafe Wall Ovens and Cooktops. And get free basic installation on select Monogram Professional Series Appliances. Shop local and visit any of Bray & Scarf's convenient locations. Or shop online at BrayAndScarf.com, where it doesn't cost more to get more. Good to have you here on WTOP. Still to come, an anti-racist audit at one of the largest school systems around here. Stay with us. Data is at the core of your mission. It's the fundamental building block of every process, procedure, and protocol across your agency. And when it's exposed, lost, or stolen, your mission is at risk. In today's world, when your data can be accessed from anywhere, 
Shouldn't your security be everywhere? Learn how Netscope helps federal customers keep data secure from the data center to the battlefield, on-prem or in the cloud at Netscope.com. Netscope, security that's ready for anything. Hey, Jen, it's been a while. Hey, Bob, what's up? You still doing temp accounting projects? No, I got hired permanently as a senior accountant. How did that happen? Cordia Resources placed me with a company that needed temporary accounting folks. And next thing you know, the company offered me a full-time job. I need to call Cordia Resources. You should. They do temp and perm placements in accounting, finance, HR, contracts, and IT. Gotta go. This is my train. Cordia, C-O-R-D-I-A, resources.com. Since 1943, WEPA has offered life insurance to civilian federal employees. Now, for a limited time, we're offering $100,000 in life insurance coverage. Guaranteed. No medical exams, just your exclusive coverage. Applicants must be under 50 years of age and not already insured with WEPA. Visit waepa.org slash 100K to apply. WEPA. For feds... By feds. You're listening to WTOP News. At 1024, an arrest has been made in the Turks and Caicos Islands in last week's death of Kent Carter, an Arlington NAACP leader killed while vacationing. Kent Carter was on the islands marking his 40th birthday with an extended weekend stay. A driver was returning him to his hotel last Sunday when the car was fired on by suspected drug gangs. TCI Police Commissioner Trevor Botting says a man's been arrested suspected of involvement in the shooting. An arrest has been made of a person of interest who remains in custody in connection with their involvement in serious crime, possession of firearms and ammunition, and possession of drugs. Carter was a beloved community activist in Arlington, a realtor and an Army veteran. The Turks and Caicos Islands are under a State Department travel advisory because of criminal activity. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. An audit of Montgomery County Public Schools is giving leadership a better understanding of the impact that race and racism have on teaching and learning. The anti-racist audit was performed by Mid-Atlantic Equity Consortium and presented to the Montgomery County School Board just today. Back in 2020, when Superintendent Monifa McKnight was deputy superintendent, she kicked off this study of district policies and practices to make sure the system had a clear understanding of how well the district was serving all students. The audit calls on the school system to develop a clear, system-wide, comprehensive approach in Montgomery County to achieve an anti-racist school system. Money News 25 and 55. Let's check in with Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow finished Tuesday up 36. The Nasdaq lost another 1%. Honda will build its $4 billion EV battery factory with LG near Columbus, Ohio. Delta Airlines has an exclusive partnership with vertical takeoff air taxi company, Joby. D.C.'s Embassy Chef Challenge returns for the first time in three years Thursday night with 37 embassy chefs facing off. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Let's take a quick look at what the Asian markets are doing, and they are mostly lower now. Tokyo stocks down a fraction, but the Shanghai Composite and Hong Kong both down between 1% and 2%. Australia, just a fraction higher. We'll keep watching that tonight. Still ahead on WTOP, and this is new this evening. Should the American people prepare for a recession? No. President Biden talks about the future of our economy in a CNN-exclusive interview. It's 1026. Stay with us. Hey, Montgomery County, it's time for you to get a little boost to fight off COVID-19. It's time for everyone, especially older adults, to max your vax. A booster shot is safe and enhances your protection from the virus. You can set the example by getting another shot that will keep you, your family, and your friends healthy. 
If you already have one booster, get your second one too. Visit MontgomeryCountyMD.gov for more information. Max your vax, Montgomery County. Get your booster shot today. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. 